0: All right. Welcome back, you guys. We're back with season three, episode two. Yes. You guys may yes. have noticed we switched things up a little bit this season. So we talked about how we'll have different types of episodes and we're not always going to have um, advice-centered, you know, question-and-answer type episodes. But today is your lucky day <laughs> and we'll actually be doing one of the normal our our go-to episodes.
1: Yes, congratulations.
0: Yeah, it was fun <laughs> switching it up last week and answering all of our um not so serious questionnaires, you know. I found oh. out I found out whether or not I was handsome. Yeah. Rainy yeah. found out that she isn't actually an Aries,
1: which was really devastating yeah, for me so. because I thought that I was born at the time I was, but I guess not, so.
0: You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Your love for <laughs> Harry Potter kind of ruined that for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just threw me right through a loop.
0: Yep. So with one of those changes that we talked about last week, we will not both be doing hot takes, just Rainy will have a hot take
1: mm-hmm. today. It's all so, about me today, so. All
0: about Rainy, so. <laughs> This could be anything that is on Rainey's mind, whether Are we to sure strongly go into about <laughs> it. I mean, I feel like we get pretty comfortable in here. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> but like, what's what's the level of comfortability we
1: should be at? Because if we really want to go into the depths of my mind, we may not be able to come back out because we would be in the trenches.
0: That's true, but last week when we were taking our um, attachment quiz, we decided that, you know what? If people can't handle us oversharing, then (laughs) that's on them. (laughs) They don't need to listen. They don't need to (laughs) listen. Actually, please, please listen. Please, Please, yeah. Please stay. (laughs) So, Rainy, what is your hot take? What's your topic for today? I was thinking
1: a lot about purchases I've made, right? And by the way, this is not sponsored. <laughs> I, should, <laughs> I should start with that. This is brought to you by honey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, um, I just, I was thinking about like purchases I've made. And you know, you when you go in to buy something and you think like, this is going to be so worth it. I'm going to get so much use out of this thing. And then you just never end up using it or you end up using it a ton. Like it may even more than you originally anticipated. And so I was wondering for you, Haley, whether it's a massive purchase, like your house or something small, like, um, maybe like a book or something that you got, what are a few of your worth it purchases? Like stuff that you, you genuinely feel like, and again, not sponsored, but you just genuinely feel like would be good for others to know that like, if they spent their money on it, they may get a lot of use out of it. And. The other thing I'm going to make a disclaimer on is probably I'm going to have at some point in our social media for the week, I'm going to put a thing or have Haley put a thing up on our stories so we can share, we can all share like our worth it
0: purchases. Ugh. So anyway. Oh my gosh. Go ahead, Haley. I love this question. I love shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> now I will go anywhere from like Goodwill. I love a good, you know thrift shop all the way up to like more recently i i say my worth it purchases over the past couple of years last year i bought my first pair of lululemon shorts well my only pair and they're short biker shorts and when i tell you that there is nothing like the fabric of these like cotton not cotton nice like the buttery soft kind of how like what what was it called the um Oh my gosh, LuLaRoe. (laughs) Mm, Think of like the feel of the buttery soft leggings, but like they're not going to rip apart. And And they're not super see-through. And they're not super see-through, but oh my gosh, were they worth it. So after I bought that pair, I was like, you know what? As much as I love going to Walmart and shopping, I have not been able to buy another pair of biker shorts because... I can only think about that one pair and I will wear them and rent I'm like, free. you know what? I will wear them rent free. I will you know, I'll wear them every day if I want to. It's worth just throwing them in the wash every other day because I love them that much. Mm-hmm. So, with that and with my sweaters. Love a good sweater and I used to buy a lot of my sweaters from Target or Old Navy and I still do occasionally, but they, they would just get really worn down, and I was still paying like 20 or $30 for a sweater mm-hmm. until my mother-in-law got me hooked on Athleta. So, mm. yes, it's like a $75 – it's the, like the more expensive sister store of okay. like Old Navy and Gap. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the Lululemon of – Like Old Navy and Gap, but oh my gosh, their sweaters for the winter—it's so worth it. They still look like they are in perfect condition. Whereas, like every year, I feel like I have to buy a new Old Navy sweater. So for me, a seventy-dollar sweater is worth it rather than having to buy, you know, a hundred dollars worth of sweaters at Old Navy
1: and have to keep getting and have have to get new ones every
0: season because I wear them so often. I mean, I'll wear the same sweater and leggings oh. <laughs> once a week and I'll just rewear that outfit, you know, every mm-hmm. week. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely worth it for me.
1: Nice. Yes,
0: those are my go-to. Nice. Um, I would say like for mine, mine
1: are a little different. Um but I really I really like when people share about like clothing items and stuff because clothing you just can go through so fast. yeah, and so it's nice like knowing like hey, that was actually really worth it, right? Mm-hmm. I would say a couple of my worth it purchases, my car, it very. <laughs> very expensive. That was a, (laughs) that was a mighty purchase, but I spend so much time in it. Like it gets me to where I need to go. I'm, I'm always in it. I have, um, two jobs that I'm constantly going back and forth from it's reliable. Like I know that it's, it's got a really good warranty and stuff on it. Like I, I feel like the price of it was worth it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, another one is, uh, my computer actually I'm I'm just sitting here staring at it because I'm admiring it but <laughs> <laughs> I love my computer. I I ended up buying it originally because I was it was just like a gaming computer, which I still mm-hmm. totally use it for all the time. I'm always playing games on it. But I use it for our podcast. I used it for school. I use it for any research or things I have to do for work or like it's it's just been really reliable and I felt like it was a really good price for what I like, even though it was expensive, I Mm -hmm. paid for it. And, you know, you kind of wonder with, with things like gadgets, like a Nintendo switch or a PS4 or something, like if I buy it, am I actually going to use it all the time? Am I going to play on it all the time? And I find myself on here at least multiple times a week, and so to me that's worth it like, um, I'm sure Haley can attest to this, but I'm sure Logan plays his his uh gaming system a ton, so that was probably a worth it purchase for him. yeah, he got his money's worth out of it now, kind of on on the flip side of that, um one of my maybe not so worth it purchases it, it's not I don't know, I don't want to sound like. I hate it by because I don't. It's been a really good thing for me, but my iPhone, it's I I have the latest version, the 13, and I don't know. At the point that I got it, my 11 was still working pretty well, but I got like a a good couple of discounts on it that I wasn't gonna get later for it if I traded it in right then, and so. It, it's not that it wasn't worth it like financially because I did save some money doing it the time I did but it also feels absolutely no different to my 11 like I I could not tell you the difference between the two there's yeah. no difference oh my and gosh. and to me that that kind of is like ugh, I don't know why I did that you know mm-hmm. um now it it's going to last a little longer because it is a newer model but I really I really am just going to hold out with this phone and just let it last uh, as long as it needs to before I end up in going and getting a new one. Cause that's what I've done with my other ones. So yeah. it's just the, the, I feel like every once in a while iPhone like I do love Apple products. Don't get me wrong. I am a hoe for Apple, <laughs> but I just watch They turn out a new product every single year. Like the phone is every single year. And every once in a while, every few years, there will be a significant difference in the phone. Mm -hmm. There will be something that's like, whoa, like, holy crap, that is a really cool new version of the phone. But it's starting to become that like the actual model of the phone isn't what's different. It's the free iOS updates. So I really don't need Mm -hmm. a nice new phone to keep up with those updates. You know, I can just keep the one I have. Yeah. So, Anyway, that's my tangent, <laughs> so
0: okay, yeah, I guess we can go into thriving, not thriving, yes, yeah, yeah,
1: How are you doing, Haley? Okay,
0: you know what? I'm going to claim thriving. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we'll see for the rest of the week. I started uh teaching summer school this week, and on Monday, I only had four students, which I mean was nice as far as like management goes. But I felt bad for them because they walk in and they're like, okay, I have to spend, you know, the next 15, 16 days with just (laughs) these three people. But then the next day we doubled. And, oh, my gosh, I love it because I'm actually getting paid what I think I deserve to get paid. Yeah, summer school, get paid a lot better. Oh, my gosh. The motivation that I have. Mm -hmm. Granted, I have half of my normal class size. Mm -hmm. i'm getting paid what i think is an appropriate amount and like i am not exhausted
1: isn't it amazing when you actually feel respected you like actually want to go
0: to work yes there are fewer um demands from the district i have more control over what i'm doing and the kids love what they're doing and they don't complain and so i'm like oh I know I'm only teaching for two weeks, but I really wish that the entire school year could be like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just, I love the freedom that I have. I'm like, wow, we actually get to have fun and do projects. And I get to give you free time whenever I feel we need a break because I know that we can get it back together and stay focused. And it's just wow, um, like the most magical week of teaching oh, <laughs> that I've good. ever experienced. Yeah. And then this is weird. It might sound a little dark, but I just I have to ask you because mm-hmm. I talked to Logan about this and he was like, oh yeah, it just happens at some point in your 20s. Do you have you experienced where like once a month you find out that someone from high school has passed away? Like, is that a thing that you have experienced? Not do you once feel a like, month. Well, do you feel like very, like, fairly frequently where it's like, it seems like mm-hmm. every other month or, wow, okay.
1: I've, I only know about two or three people from high school that's passed away oh and since gosh. I graduated.
0: See, for the past like year or so, it feels like almost every month it's someone from either my graduating class or the class like directly up. Before me and the class directly after me. Wow. What's going on over there? I mean, all of those people, very popular in high school, but struggled with addictions and mental health. And so, one way or the other, I mean, most of them have been drug related. Yeah. Whether it was, you know, intentional or unintentional. So I was just curious because, you know, whenever I, Bring it up now. Logan will bring up, Oh, yeah. I saw that like this person I graduated with, and he was like, Yeah, it seemed like at some point in my life, you know, once you hit your mid 20s, it just seems like people just start kind of dying off. And I was like, Huh, I wonder if that's something that other people have experienced. That's so
1: interesting.
0: Yeah, so huh. yeah, yeah. I-, I was just curious to know. See that. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> It's just like every time, I mean I even woke up to a text this morning from my be- from my best friend from high school. Excuse me. I know. I was like, "Oh." And she was like, "Hey, do you know what happened to s- what happened to so and so?" And she didn't even have to say the last person's name. She, like, I already know what had happened. I had already seen it on Instagram. Wow. So it's like we already know like when we text each other, we don't even have to like include all the information because I'm like, oh yeah, no, I couldn't find anything when I looked on Facebook last night. So it's Holy like everyone's already, and it's just like a constant. constant everyone thing. knows what happened by the time that someone else has texted. Like we all know. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I was just. I kidding. would hate to drink that <laughs> water over there. Oh my gosh. I know that's sad, but. hey okay, Well, Haley, be careful. Yeah. I need you to stay alive. Okay. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I. Okay. I mean, no one that I know from high school has died of, like, an accident since okay. I was in high school. Okay. So every everything else has been drug related or okay. Up inside. So then I need to tell you, Haley, be careful. Okay. Because I know you. <laughs> oh, me, <laughs> me, and my Tylenol that'll take once a month. Yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> But how are you doing? <laughs> um, well, on that note,
1: I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Lauren, my friend Lauren and I, um, she's been coming over to my apartment like multiple times through the week. And so uh, it was a little while ago, but she came over and we were sitting out in the hot tub at my apartment. And um, there was these two guys there. And long story short, there, there was a lot that we were talking about. And basically they like, kind of like came into the conversation
0: mm-hmm. and
1: we just talked and talked and talked the whole night. And now Lauren and I within like the last week have been over to their apartment, like two, three times now. And we're still planning on hanging out a couple more times. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool. Like, I feel like I, I made a couple of friends. Hi. I know. Aren't you so proud? Yeah. And then because I don't do much. So that was really exciting. (laughs) Um, and then as I said, working a couple jobs, so that's, it's been really tiring. I wish I had the energy Haley. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, um, I, I am surviving, maybe not totally thriving, but I'm surviving. That's something you know, we'll make it through, we'll make it through. But my, both of my jobs have been so, so good and like understanding of my schedule and that it's summer. So I'm happy to take even more time off than usual. Um, but they've, they've both been super accommodating to me and my needs. And that's, that's been a really big blessing for me. So that's how I'm doing. Um, aside from that, I could really use some water, look at that
0: transition wow wasn't that amazing yes yeah (laughs) just flowed right into that thank you oh like water (laughs) yeah yeah all right well we'll take a quick water break and then we will be back with questions
1: Welcome back! Wow, that was such an exciting break for Haley and I. Yeah. I had treats, drink some water, talked about charger. the yeah the good times, how work is. It was it was really exciting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, we are going to head into questions. The rest of this episode is going to feel super, super
0: familiar to you guys. Um, so, Haley, go ahead yes. and start us off with the first one. Okay. Well, speaking of work, our first question is work-related. Um. So, this came from, let's see. She was anonymous, but she is 27 years old. And she said, COVID has really put a damper on dating for me. And I work in a female-dominated field. I only have a few male co-workers, but I'm recently interested in one that I've become friends with this past year. We hang out one-on-one pretty often and seem to have good banter. How can I switch it up and show him I'm interested in more? Or should mm. I? <laughs> wow. Mm. I know. This sounds so spicy.
1: I know. We I love it. I love it. it. <laughs>
0: okay oh to answer which one to answer first how can you switch it up or should you switch it up you know
1: i'm just gonna i'm gonna throw all all things to the side yeah um i think i think for the most part it would be okay to switch it up but maybe maybe we're going on on a limb here it sounds like if you're hanging out one-on-one he's probably single i i would feel really terrible if you were interested in him and he was actually with someone Mm
0: -hmm. so maybe just like double check that if you haven't (laughs) um yes yeah Yeah. good because i've i've heard some stories recently Mm -hmm. of people especially Mm -hmm. in other certain female dominated fields where uh it gets a little messy and they're making Mm -hmm. things that they shouldn't so yeah, let's make sure that you're both single first.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be great. So let's do that.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think go for it as mm-hmm. far as should I. You know, as long as it's all HR friendly, I guess. And as long as oh. he is not, you know, in a higher up position.
1: Yeah, don't even think you know? about that. Or
0: if you're not, mm-hmm. if you're in a higher up position, I shouldn't assume that. As long as everything kind of checks out, I say go for it. Okay, how can you switch mm-hmm. it up and show him? <sighs> wow. Um, how to flirt. <laughs> Do you even what remember? A, what a concept. <laughs> if only I could be good at that. I mean, I, f- I feel like I'm good at flirting with you. Yeah. <laughs> Not with Logan, but with me. <laughs> So just listen to all of our previous podcast episodes and, you know, yeah. figure out how we talk to each other and then try that. I think you forget that Haley and I are married. We're we're the
1: exception to the rule. Like, I know we said to make sure that he's single, but, like, when it comes to
0: Haley and I, it's okay. <laughs> People are going to be <laughs> so confused if this is their first episode. Um, oh, how switch it up. I, when I tell you I... I really don't know. Other than, like, have you guys talked about your dating life before? Like, have you talked about going on dates with other people? Are you friendly in the sense of like, oh, hey, I went out with this guy over the weekend and he asks you how it went? You know, what are those conversations like?
1: I totally agree. I think bringing up relationships and just like dating in general is a really good way to kind of feel out where he's at. Yeah. Just see how he kind of responds to it. Um, Another thing you could do if you're, because I totally get you, like, I'm not one to be like super forward about things. Mm-hmm. I try to just kind of beat around the bush and like maybe if you if you want to just kind of see like test the waters um maybe try something like it sounds I feel like I'm in middle school again giving him (laughs) an extra long hug like or you know if you're really brave try and hold his hand like you know you could do things I could never I know I know but if you can do it go for it yeah (laughs) Like maybe, maybe he's shy and it's really hard for him to like make a first move if he is interested. So Mm -hmm. you could try and do something like that and just see how he responds. And you could just be straightforward about it. I mean, like, yeah, the worst they could say is no, but that doesn't mean that like you guys still can't be friends. You could, you know, say like, hey, that's okay. We can still be friends. And um, I'm glad that I was able to talk about it and get your opinion on it. And then you move forward, right? There's mm-hmm. there's just a million fish in the sea. Um, I know you said COVID really put a damper on things and I'm super sorry about that. And I know that like in your field, it's hard to find somebody, but you know, that's where I think try and look for ways that you can make more friends and expand your friend group, try and, um, get out more. And I think you'll be able to get more guy friends and stuff involved. And even if it's not with them, it could be mm-hmm. with their friends. You, you see the, the pattern mm. we're going on here. You really try, I think expanding your social circle, is going to help a lot, especially if you're not one for dating apps. So,
0: yeah. Well, and I think if you guys are hanging out one-on-one, maybe go back And I'm one who will, like, I don't think everyone does this, but I definitely will, like, analyze every little word. Oh, same. (laughs) So maybe switch up the wording and instead of saying, like, hey, do you want to, you know, hang out this weekend or, oh, do you want to go do this? Maybe throw in the wording, like, hey, do you want to go out? Yeah. Do you want to go out this weekend? Yeah. And then kind of go from there, or if you have, I don't know, any type of like events where you might need need a date, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a pretty casual thing. Hey, can you be my date to this? Or mm-hmm. hey, we should do a date night here, and just kind of throw in the word date. Ooh, ooh, I love, I love this. What if
1: um they plan to hang out, and at the end you go, it's a date. Yeah.
0: Just, just yeah. throw the word in, Casually. see how, yeah, see how, yeah. Uh, how it's Toss accepted, <laughs> yeah. and I don't know. Fingers crossed that you get an answer either way. Yeah, and again, if he says no,
1: don't, don't take it personally. It's probably nothing to do with you. It's probably yeah. everything to do with him, preferences, timing, whatever. Um, and just know that like there's other people out there. But I, I'm not saying that as though I think he's going to say no. I, I would hope that he would say yes. And I'm really yeah. rooting for you. Yeah. So. If,
0: if he's spending th- that much time with you one-on-one, then clearly he enjoys you as an individual. Is that yep. as a romantic individual? We don't know. But either way, I mean. You know, maybe I one thing that I've learned too, like I've dealt with a lot of
1: rejection <laughs> in my past. and one thing that really helped me out with that was like I said before, just knowing that even if they said no, like I knew where they were at, I wasn't sitting there wondering and Mm -hmm. being led on further and further and further. And my feelings getting deeper and deeper to the point that it would hurt me even worse. I think the sooner you, you kind of start to experiment with it and find out the better, um, that way you can kind of feel out where it's at, uh, so you don't get hurt or
0: so it goes even better. And you guys date even sooner, you
1: know, yeah. there's, there's a couple ways that it could go. So.
0: Okay. Quick question before we move mm-hmm. on to question two. Have you ever had a fling with a coworker?
1: Oh, oh gosh. Okay. I don't know how to explain this because <laughs> <laughs> it was something. My, my thing is, is like, I have flirt ships with coworkers. I don't know why it's like, you have this work crush. It's only for work, but you crush on this person while you're at work and then you leave and you forget about them. And then you come back and you're like, Oh, it's my work crush. Great to see you again. You know? Yeah. (laughs) It like gives you a reason to be there. I don't know. Sometimes it's fun. Um, I did have one coworker at one point. I, I think I've told Haley about this before, but, uh, I actually liked him a lot, even outside of work, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, nothing ended up happening with it, which was obviously disappointing. Um, but like, I think he was meant to come into my life because for a long time, I felt like I wasn't going to find somebody that matched everything I wanted in a person. Like Mm -hmm. my standards were too high or something like that. And, um, and so having somebody who did match pretty much every quality I wanted in someone was, it was cool. It was like, oh, hey, like, I know that that's out there and that exists. So getting rejected by somebody that was your perfect match did hurt a little, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't mean that he's not still out there and that like somebody else is like that.
0: Yeah. Did you? And i never a fling. Definitely like the work crush, kind of how people okay. say you have a work you know, people have, like, a work wife or a work husband. So, definitely in, like, yeah. high school. I mean, in high school, I worked at a hockey rink, ice skating rink. Mm-hmm. So, like, a couple hours, I was just surrounded by, you know, elementary and middle school girls ice skating. And then the other half, like, hockey players. So, everyone worked there. Was Oh, they all that played was hockey. probably not a bad thing for so, you. So, <laughs> <laughs> of course, I was just surrounded by men all the time so of course i had my harmless little crushes or oh, of course. that's how mm-hmm. i found all of my music interests in high school were all of my mm-hmm. co-workers that you know would play their music at work mm-hmm. and then you know i'd have to pretend to like their music but then i actually ended up liking their music yeah exactly <laughs> but it's the same it music works. that logan ends up liking. So like all of like oh. the weird random music that he likes, I'm like, oh wow, this is really random. The pieces yeah together. Exactly. Weird. So really, my whole music taste is from like the guys that I liked in high school <laughs> and college. Amazing. <laughs> so it worked out. That. Yeah, <laughs> That's about all I got out of that, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> and, but
1: you know, I've also heard some of these like work relationships are like the best things ever. Like I I've, yeah. I've seen these work relationships um, be some of the best relationships I've ever seen. They become mm-hmm. like work best friends. Cause they just have so much fun together in a different situation and that like, they're already kind of like best besties and then yeah. they end up getting in a relationship and they're really happy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I think a work group, re- like a workship or a flirt ship or whatever would be pretty, pretty sick.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> I know. When I did my student teaching there, there were two young single parents mm-hmm. who were both teachers. And then they got mm-hmm. engaged that semester that I was Jeez. student teaching. And oh my gosh, they just have the cutest little family now. I have to say, <laughs> My favorite thing, I don't know if you dealt with this, like, I don't know so
1: much at the hockey rink, but maybe at some of your other jobs, if there was like an equal amount of guys and girls around the same age or whatever, so many people got into relationships oh my gosh. at my jobs.
0: Yes. I worked at the YMCA summer camp in college. Yeah. So it was just, yeah. Yeah. Very Everyone. incestual.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Like, but like, but like, messy. <laughs> I, I remember like dominoes, especially mm. every person, it felt like dated each other. And, um and we ended up having in the like eight months I was there, I think three different marriages between coworkers oh and like a bunch of people dated and like, And even now with my new job, I've, I've found out I've already found out I've only been there like three weeks and I've already found out some tea on like people who, who flirted, but don't talk anymore. And like another couple who's, who's dating and like all this stuff. And it is my my favorite thing in the world. Like I, I, I do like having work crushes, but I almost have even more fun just sitting there and, like, getting the tea about everyone Ugh. else and watching, like, two of the kids flirt or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're going to be together forever. I'm sure Haley does that in her classroom. Yeah. Just sits there and watches the kids that you want to be together.
0: <laughs> it's funny. So it, it's it's funny when it's very lighthearted. Some of them, yeah. I'm like, y'all Stop. act like you're in high school. <laughs> But That's the enough. lighthearted ones, I'm sure yeah. you like, you're like, hey, you
1: two should be in a group together. I've heard of teachers doing that. They they'll pair oh, yeah. them together. Yep. Which also makes me wonder if I had a teacher who did that to me. They saw me flirting with somebody
0: and put, put me in a group with them. Possibly. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It does happen. It probably happened to oh. you too. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nah. <laughs> <Nah. laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can move on to question two. Okay. Yeah. That was such a fun question. I loved (laughs) answering that. Like
1: when you guys submit questions, these ones that are super detailed and stuff, they're fantastic. I love them. Moving on to question two, tips on finding yourself and your worth.
0: Haley, what do you think? I mean, it's an ongoing process. I don't think that there is really like A final destination of like, okay, great, I found myself. That's it. I can live my life now. That (laughs) (laughs) super helpful. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I feel like you have to you have to let go of, I guess, that feeling that everyone is judging you, or realize that everyone is so just consumed with themselves that like people really aren't thinking about you as much (laughs) as. As you may worry at the end of the day, I mean how how often do you just worry about yourself and how often mm-hmm. do you worry about other people? That's mm-hmm. how everyone else thinks. So I feel like when you like free yourself of what other people are thinking or judgments they may put on you, then you can start to find yourself and like embrace who you are, but also embrace that that's not who you will be forever. Oh, it'll constantly that's change. Yeah, and stressful. and with that, then you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to put my worth in other people. Like, what are they bringing to the table for me? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. If I have a problem with someone I, or a situation, I always think, like, at the end of the day, why am I here? Okay, I have bills to pay, which means I have to go to work. I have to feed myself. I have to clothe myself. I need shelter. Mm-hmm. Are they getting in the way of that? no then why do i care what they think about me and i have to remind myself of that i mean definitely weekly not daily but anytime i come into it yeah weekly at least absolutely then i'm like you know what it doesn't affect me getting paid at the end of the day and being able to afford the life that i want so why am i going to let that person try to define my worth that's so good (laughs) so good man this is why i love Haley. (laughs) um a long time to get there though
1: <laughs> it does I, you know I really I really want to bounce off of that time thing because like as much as we want to find ourselves and our worth and all of those things I just genuinely don't think it happens overnight and I think at, like with maturity and just life in general, you really start to get like a part of my language, but like an effort attitude, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you kind of just get to a point where you just don't care and you want to be treated well. And it doesn't matter what other people think. Um, Sometimes you have to go through some really hard life lessons to get there and Yeah, some people arrive at it sooner than others. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of getting to that point now, but I know somebody who's 35 and is still on their way to that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny because I was actually thinking about this today, like, not this question, but it's funny that we're back to this question. I went out to the pool at my apartment and I walked in. And I remember I'm by myself. I went out there completely by myself. Right. And a bunch of people stared at me and they were kind of gave me looks like, what is she doing? You know, like, and I just went and sat down and read my book and just did not care. I'm not saying I didn't notice them looking at me. I did. Mm -hmm. I am human. like I noticed, but I didn't care that they were now younger me. From like a few years ago or something probably would have panicked i probably wouldn't have even gone to the pool Mm -mm. by myself honestly because like that was too much like (laughs) we're not doing Mm -hmm. that (laughs) so you know it just it just came with time and now i'm to the point that i'm like it's my pool i pay for it i just like every other resident here i have every right to be here i'm not bothering you i'm not hurting you i'm just sitting on this like Couch thing and reading my book. Mm -hmm. So it kind of, it just, it just comes with time. And then when it comes to your worth, that's a harder one because it's, it's about like you having a place in this world. I think. More so than that, it comes with like having meaning, like finding meaning in your life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is so interesting because that's actually like my theoretical approach in therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, without going too deep into <laughs> the literature, <laughs> basically it's called existentialism, and what it means is finding meaning and purpose in your life. And the the soul part of it is basically that every person has a reason that they're here and you may not discover that reason you're here right away using your gifts your talents or even things that you may not think are a gift or a talent but but just serving others and giving to others and sharing the things you know or whatever eventually in the process of that, you may end up helping someone else or doing something for someone else. And that's what gives you purpose. That's what gives you meaning. And and you may not realize things that you have done for people. I don't know what your your parents' situation is like at home, so I'm not going to assume too much, but let's say you have a pretty good relationship with like your mom or your dad. Maybe you are that fulfillment to them and that's enough of worth, but you know, there's, um, it's about finding the things you love to do, sharing those things with others and recognizing that you're here for a reason. Every person is on this earth for a reason. It just, you may not recognize it right now. It may take some time, but you'll come back. There will be some full circle moment where you'll be like, oh my gosh, that's why that happened. Holy crap. I'm very passionate about
0: this. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I feel like if you don't know what that purpose is, like for some people, they feel like parenthood, that is their sole purpose. For some people, they feel like service to others is their sole purpose or service to a particular person is their sole purpose. And I don't think that you have to, like, look that deep into it and feel like you have to decide, well, my my worth has to be attached to, you know, whatever I'm dedicating my life to. I think start with setting goals for yourself. Like, for me, if I want to be mom one day then like something that keeps me going is knowing you know what at some point like this is a goal I have for myself or when I wanted to buy a house when I was in college I knew okay at some point in my life like I would like to own a house I'm not setting a timeline on that but I know that like this is what I want in my life and at some Mm -hmm. point I want to get there so now Mm -hmm. that I have my house like Something that I want to have in the future is like, let's say I want to be able to buy like a second home, like a vacation home. Like, for me, I can say, you know, what? I'm going to set that goal for myself that at some point in my life, I would like to be able to afford like a vacation home with friends that mm-hmm. I can go in and buy. And is that like my worth in life? Like, you know, is that my purpose in life? No, but. I feel like that if you're having a hard time understanding, like, why am I here in, like, a deeper sense, like, take a step back. Mm -hmm. Just say, you know what? What do I want to do with this life that I have? And I feel Mm -hmm. like, for me, that's kind of helped relieve that stress. Mm -hmm. Or, like, think about the people that you've interacted with. Like, I've had someone recently who is no longer a member of our church who tends to give like me and some people around me a really hard time about still being in the church. And they have had a really hard time finding their self-worth outside of the church. Mm
1: -hmm. And they
0: kind of tried to use that as an attack against us to say, Oh, well your worth is just connected to the church. So you think that you're here, you know, Mm -hmm. to do this, that, and the other. And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, at the end of the day, whether or not this person believes in the church, whether or not the church ends up, you know, being true as they don't believe, what mm-hmm. have I done for other people? And I think yep. of, you know, specifically a young woman that was in my youth group, and I was over her group when her mom passed away two years ago, and I was able to be there for her. I think about a memorial service. Um, She had planned to uh, I think like release balloons on the lake for maybe her birthday or something, some special moment. And the only people who could be there are my parents. Had I not Mm -hmm. been in the church, had I not stayed in the church, could I have been there for that person who lost their mom at a young age? No. And that person would have had no one in that moment. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, I think of those like specific things that I've done you know, for people or instances where, like, I just so happen to be the only one, you know, there for them. And I'm like, you know what, without me being there, they would have had no one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I feel like, you know, look into that. It doesn't have to be something as deep as my sole purpose is, you know, motherhood. Mm-hmm. It's now it's these little instances throughout my life. Yeah, that, like, I've been able to be there for people.
1: Haley just nailed it on the head. That is exactly <laughs> what existentialism is. Okay. Like 1000%. Wow. That is exactly what it is. it is. It isn't about, and yeah, it could be some big grand thing in the end, but mm-hmm. most people, their life doesn't end up being that. You don't become a huge celebrity or a multi billionaire or have some large nonprofit or something. Not everybody does that. Sometimes, your meaning and your purpose in life is those little things. It's those little ways that you help and you give of your time and your talents and like yourself to others. And that's what makes the difference. And what's really interesting too, that you brought up the church in this, because I think the church helped you to fulfill those things.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: However, existentialism Is not connected to religion at all, which is really interesting. It has no connection to God or religion. It is about every person has some way or some reason that they can help somebody else at some point. And you may not even realize you're doing it. You could just say something. You could literally just be passing in conversation and say something that completely changes somebody's life and not realize it. There was a story of a man who, sorry, trigger warning, but there was a story of a man who wanted to commit suicide and um, he was going to jump off a bridge. And he ended up saying, all I needed was for somebody to smile at me. That was it. That's all I need. And I will I will stay alive. And he no one smiled at him that day. Right. And I know that's like really sad because we know what ended up happening to him after that. But imagine if like you were that one person that had just smiled at him without even realizing it, you literally could have saved their life, right? Mm -hmm. So you never know what you are here for or what you you're meant to do in this life. But by just extending yourself out even just a little bit and just trying to share of something that's important to you or makes you happy any of those things can help increase your worth and it can also help you find yourself it'll help you find your hobbies and things that you enjoy doing and that makes you happy oh that was so
0: beautiful thank you (laughs) okay Haley. yeah last one okay last one all right the question is would you move to another state for your partner in pursuit of their dream (sighs) that's hard i mean i think it depends on like would i do that now i would um i'm trying to think of how old i was 20 year old me would not have done that I was not fully put in that situation, but, like, talking about that being an option in another relationship. And at that time, I wasn't willing to do that. Um, Not that I would have had to do that, you know, right away, but it was more of like, oh, in the next few years, like, this could be a possibility. And... You know, I was young and I was like, you know, you know, not something I'm willing to do. But I think that now in the situation that I'm in, I realized that I'm trying to think of, you know, how to word it. (laughs) Now I would. If Logan had a certain career in mind, got a great job, was very passionate about something, absolutely I'm willing to move. But now we're married. And that's Logan. Mm -hmm. So for him, I would do it. But for that other person, like, that clearly shows that there was something in that relationship where, like, it wasn't, you know, I wasn't willing to do it. So why wasn't I willing to do it? Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted that other person to, you know, live where I wanted to live and do what I wanted to do. (laughs) But, like, that clearly shows, like, there was something in that relationship that was missing. You know, that that it's a a bad thing, but, like, clearly I wasn't willing to do it. So. Mm -hmm. That shows that there was, yeah, there was an issue there. So Mm -hmm. I think that if you're dating, it gets really tricky. Logan and I were still just dating when we graduated. So, you know, we ended up living on opposite sides of the country (laughs) until we got engaged and decided, you know, since I had already started a job that he would move out you know neither one of us really had a dream that we were trying to chase it kind of worked out where we just ended up where we're at but
1: yeah I think think in a way like even though you said you don't didn't have a dream you were trying to chase in a way your dream was being around your family right and yeah teaching and like you ended up teaching at some point and stuff Mm -hmm. and logan was willing to kind of sacrifice Where he was at to come and be with you. So,
0: yeah, that was really smart. I guess I should have said that. It's okay. (laughs) No, I'm glad you. Yes, of course. He was willing. He was the one that was. (laughs) I'm so selfish.
1: (laughs) He had no reason. (laughs) No, and and I'm kind of in this weird place where like I don't know. For the longest time, I think I was very stuck in Mormon wife. Mindset where I was like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. be the mother with the kids, and he's gonna be the the money maker, and like I will just follow him wherever he goes. Yeah, that is completely mm-hmm. different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've won eighty completely. <laughs> but like now, I'm super happy with my degree. And I've like really made a place for myself and my apartment Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: you know, I've, it's so funny because like so many people are like, well, if you get married, like you're going to have to change so much and whatever. And I'm like, no, my, my future no longer includes like a man in the future. It is, if he shows up, he shows up and we'll figure Mm -hmm. it out. But like, I don't look at it like that anymore. I don't Mm -hmm. look at it like, well, I could do this, but if a guy comes into my life, I might have to change this and move this around or whatever. And I'm like, now it's completely different. Now it's just like, I know what I want. Mm -hmm. I'm happy with where I'm at. I've got so many plans for things I want to do and see and be. And if he comes in great, he will work around it. But (laughs) right. I, I know what I want and yeah. think that's selfish either. I think it's just, I've, again, kind of going back to the last question, I've, I found myself, I found mm. a lot of what, like who I want to be and where I want to go with my life. Like it's, it's kind of all come together at this point. And, um, the other thing that's also a little bit of a struggle is licensing laws are insane. Mm. And things can be really tough if I move out of state. Haley knows this all too well with her teaching certificates and licenses and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. so it can be a little bit of a pain in the neck for me to move somewhere else. I've somewhere, and no one's allowed to judge me on this, so we better not get any DMs on this. But (laughs) somewhere I've always wanted to live is California. I want to live in San Diego. and just I've looked at the requirements multiple times and it requires Mm -hmm. me having to do extra tests and I have to I think I have to take extra classes and stuff and it can be a lot Mm -hmm. um but if I really want to be out there I'll make it happen and that's kind of the same thing like if I find somebody and it ends up being that like where he wants to be and where I want to be kind of match up Mm -hmm. and Then we will make it work. He'll sacrifice for me and I'll sacrifice for him. That's just the way a partnership works.
0: Mm -hmm. See, because like five or six years ago, I definitely had not found myself. I was in the same mindset of like, oh, well, everyone goes to, not everyone, but (laughs) in Mormon land, you know, you go to college, you get married, you know, by the time you're 19 or 20 and your husband gets a job and then you just go where the job is. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah. then I, my mindset was like, <laughs> go where the job is. Um, okay, I can, I can get with that part, maybe. You know, I'm willing to. But then this man was like, well, my mom was a teacher and she worked my whole life. So you'll just do the same and I'll just have my little jobs. And if this job doesn't work out, I'll do this. And if this <laughs> job doesn't work... Work out, I'll do this. And we'll both make about the same. <laughs> and I was like, that's not part of the Mormon dreamland. Like, no, no, no. No, <laughs> no. I, no. <laughs> um, with the whole I go where you go, it's I go where you go because you are going to provide for me. <laughs> you know, 20-year-old me was thinking that. Yeah, yeah. 26-year-old me, you know, I found myself and happy in my career. And like, I'm comfortable with I, what I make. I'm comfortable with what Logan makes. You know, mm-hmm. we do our own thing. But at the time, I was like, hold on. <laughs> no. no <laughs> I just no. didn't like the expectation that it was like, well, obviously you'll work. Like, my mom did it. She was a teacher. You're going to be a teacher we'll just do what my parents did I'm like like, yeah can we just do what my parents did because (laughs) but also can I decide my future that would be great thank you yes exactly yeah Yeah. it was like he was making his career choices knowing that like he could depend on my income
1: and I'm like like,
0: "Mm, I don't (laughs) like that but now like with the relationship I'm in I'm like absolutely like if Logan wanted to go pursue something I'm like yes we can rely on my income absolutely like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm willing but to do that. That's because
1: you're you're willing to sacrifice for your partner. You know, yeah. like it's it's a different it's a different state of mind. Yes. Like
0: I'm yeah. willingly doing it. Not that the expectation yeah. is there, because that's what their parents did. Mm-hmm. Even though that was my expectation, because <clears throat> a little bit, <laughs> a little bit of a double standard. But but yeah. you know, I, I
1: mean, know. I hear of I hear of couples who the man doesn't want to be the breadwinner. And the woman does. Mm -hmm. Right. I also hear, like, if you think of like gay and lesbian couples and stuff, maybe both spouses want to work, or maybe only one does, like, there's a lot of different ways it could go. And so it's just, you need to decide what you want and be, be set on that. And then I think kind of like Haley said, you, you just kind of know if that's like a sacrifice you're willing to make. Yeah. And, you know,
0: don't feel like you have to. Don't feel like we're saying, oh, you have to be willing and you. It's you're going to be sacrifice itself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's it's no fine. One, no. Yeah. If at the end of the day, you're like, you know what? I just, I would rather, you know, I'm going to let you move. We'll try things out. See if it works. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder than it does. That that's a touchy <laughs> subject for us, Haley. Oh that's why we love <laughs> each other you. so much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The way that I didn't sacrifice at all to come see you. <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah. Yeah. Would you move to another state for your partner? I don't know. Look at how I treat Haley. You know, one I'm one the of worst days.
1: one of these days. <laughs> yeah. One of these days, we'll both be the breadwinners. Welcome can get um. It, right? Actually, no. Logan will be the breadwinner. He'll provide for us, and Both then you and I can yeah. just hang out
0: all day. I like that. Yeah, that's the dream. <laughs>
1: that's yeah, the new.
0: Obviously. That's the new Mormon dream.
1: It's a new dream. Logan provides, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we have fun. <laughs> this is very confusing with the whole FLDS uh, documentary that's out now. <laughs> okay, we're not FLDS. We're not FLDS. No. No. Full, fully joking fully joking yeah, yeah. Yes. fully joking oh, please, are we uh, do not <laughs> please buzzfeed do not write an article about on us i mean our, you write yeah. a write an article about us but like we're not sister wives for the j- for the clout you know yeah yeah <laughs> hey, anything else you want to add <laughs> i feel like i should just stop at this point <laughs> yeah, i'm like on that note um okay well I
1: think that is the end of this episode. So yeah.
0: yeah,
1: it was really fun. I enjoyed doing these questions. Again, we're going to have a few more episodes that are Q&As. We've got guest episodes things that we've got a lot um planned so if you want to be a guest make sure you go on and fill out the form also you can ask questions on our question form all of those things are found in our link tree uh and that can be found on our instagram so or in the the description of this podcast if you're not on instagram there's a lot of ways you can get a hold of us we are not hard to find um (laughs) so anyway uh i guess hashtag not thriving thursday yes yes
0: Um, we'll talk to you guys next week yeah talk to you next week Bye. bye